When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. What's up? It is Talking Sass back for yet another episode with another one of the participants at Remix Pro Wrestling for the vacated Remix Fury Women's Championship. And I'm so excited to have her with us today. This is, Adam, oh, excuse me, Ashley Demboise. Did I get that correct that time? All Damn right. I was so yes. worried about that. <laughs> I was going to mess it up. How are you doing, Ashley? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, definitely. I'm excited to have you. I'm, I would say I'm the least familiar with you, but to be honest, the only one that I've been really, really familiar with is Danny Mo because she's been at Remix Pro for a long time with her, her uh, life partner, Facade, and I'm a former Remix champion there. So I've known her for a very long time. So, and Katie and Raylan, I've known of, but not really, I've never crossed paths with. So it's nice to finally meet you. Nice to finally meet you as well. And I love it. I learned that you're living in Laval right now. I'm yeah. like, oh, so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a small world, like the wrestling world. And then like you get like to know people and they're like little like details of their life. And it's crazy how like a lot of other ways you intersect and you would never have known, like, you know, those seven degrees of separation kind of thing. For real. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to get right into it because like, I'm just amazed at like the research that I did and what I learned about you. Your very first match was at AEW Dark. I like, I would die. How were you feeling with that when you faced Penelope Ford? I was oddly confident because of the training I had. It was straight out of the pandemic and all I was doing over the pandemic was training there was nothing else to do so when I joined team Adams in New Jersey I was that was that was family we were there four days a week sometimes five we wanted to get an extra weekend training in and then um we started kind of like things started to like pick up and my coach was like all right like shows are gonna start happening again soon the world's gonna open up again soon you guys need to get ready and I swear it was maybe like a week after he sent out that warning he got a message from QT asking about female talent. Like he's kind of known as the women's trainer in the Northeast, or at least in New Jersey for sure. And um, so a lot of people will ask him like, Hey, do you have any female wrestlers on your team that are ready to go? And I had never had a match yet because there was no, I trained for six months and there were no matches or no shows running that, that I knew of or that he was aware of. And one other girl on the team was like already had years of experience and she was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. And he asked me 
He's like, you ready to go to TV next Tuesday? <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to say no. So I went and I had a lot to kind of uphold in, in the, for his sake <laughs> and for my sake too. Yeah. I mean, that's a great opportunity. And like you said, you're not going to say no. I think if there's wisdom to be parted out there, like to anybody upcoming in the business, it's always take an opportunity and mm-hmm. never, never, I don't want to say be prepared for ever, any situation ever. Like maybe they want you to wrestle. Maybe they need you to do some other kind of background stuff. Like always be prepared. And you know, like you said, never take no for an answer, but I mean, they must've loved you at AEW. Cause I mean, for your first nine months of wrestling, that's your first match. But for nine months, you wrestled AEW, I mean, countless times on Dark and Elevation. You wrestled Nyla Rose, Tay Conti. I wrote them all down because you just had so many. <laughs> Julia Hart, Abaddon, Thunder Rosa, Chris Statlander, Anna Jay, Dr. Britt Baker, Sky Blue, Brandy Rhodes. And that's all within nine months of your very first match. I mean, <laughs> as you're going and you're getting... I would assume more confident because they're asking you to keep coming back. How does it feel to wrestle all these women with years of experience, hundreds of championships between all of them? So that's where the weirdness comes from. Like, um, I feel like my career happened backwards to start with the momentum. Like the momentum happened backwards Mm -hmm. where it was like, I got a taste, a really good taste of what my end result goal is. And I got so much wisdom from women who've been through the ringer. And I almost felt like, because my ability to call matches and to work was much, was drastically different from these other women. And they would tell me stories like, you know, you have conversations throughout your time on the tapings. And I just felt like, damn, like, I never had those experiences of like, traveling every weekend, doing the road warrior stuff, flying out here, sleeping in weird places, crashing with a friend. Hey, can I throw you money for gas? Like, it just seems so rich and so full of life substance as opposed to like the fly out, do a show, go back home, you're done. There was this community, this networking, these relationships built that I, um, I really wanted. So I started to build relationships within the company But still, it was like, I didn't have, like, I couldn't, I didn't have that ground to stand on yet still. So then I realized, okay, I need to flip the switch and I need to dive into the wrestling that I would have done if I hadn't had this opportunity right off the bat. So what's funny is getting that opportunity first and being able to talk to these women who already have status, who built and grinded and found that grit to be where they are. It made me go, okay, I need to take, I need to, I need to not not start over but have a new perspective on what I need to get myself to that mental capacity that ability to handle wrestling's way more than physical I jumped in real quick my dancing helped my athleticism helped um but you can't do it and you can't get it until you do it like you can't get better at ballet unless you do ballet you can't get better at wrestling and until you wrestle, you just have to get out there and wrestle. And the experience that I needed to make me a more reliable person in that ring, it needed to be out on the Indies. So I found a lot of value. I'm finding a lot of value in that. And I'm, thank God, like I'm booked every weekend. And I even have bookings in 2023 now. So I'm like, I'm doing the damn thing. And now I want to get back on TV. So I'm like, okay, I got stuff. 
all right, let's go, let's go. Where's the next stop? <laughs> I mean, that's that's amazing that you have that kind of perspective that, okay, I need to go back to, you know, independent shows and earn basically, I guess, your stripes that way. Because, yeah. I mean, if I would say the majority of people, if they started at AEW, their first match, and like I said, had the caliber of talent that you were in the ring with on a regular basis, they would be like, oh, I'm, I'm top dog. You know, I don't have no Roman Reigns, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? Like people would take advantage of that situation and maybe have a bit of an ego, but yet I find mm-hmm. you're so much more grounded and like, you're like, no, I got to take it and switch my perspective and really get these experiences that other women are having that they, the, the caliber of women that you were wrestling were having before AEW and probably some of them even now, you know, they're still doing independent shows, some of them. So, I mean, that's amazing that you have that perspective. And I find like, even though you're only a year and a half in now, almost, well, yeah, about a year and yeah, a half in. It'll be two years. Yeah. That's, that's insane. That like, <laughs> for me, you're so like, it seems you're very mature within your own career not that like I know how old you are and everything but like you're obviously you know you've grown you've had life experiences so you're mature in that way but like to be a year and a half in and still be able to be like I had these great opportunities now I want to go and kind of rough it I guess is a good way to describe it (laughs) is amazing perspective I think that's fantastic kudos to you thank you and I have really great trainers that are like the, the guidance that I have through this, I think even that I'm not even um, roughing it the way that I know people are roughing it out there. Like I'm, I'm just trying to get more experience in you. Like, I feel like you get more value out of working with multiple different people before you get like, I, I definitely, I want to contract. I want to work with a major company and I want to have that roster of people where I can really study their moves and work with these specific people and really hone in my focus. And, but until that time comes, until my time comes, you know, there's no rhyme or reason. I want to, I want to play with everyone, you know? Oh, definitely. <laughs> like me, I'm so sad because like, I look back at my time, obviously I wrestled for quite a while And I wrestled a lot of great women, some on TV, some that never made it to TV, but still I got to learn from a lot of women who had more experience than me and taught me a lot. But like, I look at some of the women coming up now and like, I felt this way for the last couple of years. Like it's crazy. The amount of just God given athletic talent that women are having in, not that they didn't have it before, but like, I just think today's athletes, especially the women are just like it has gone from bra and panties matches, what, like 15, 20 years ago to these outstanding athletic women having five-star matches, sometimes even better than most of the men on the show. And it's not considered uh, you know, toilet break or whatever match anymore. <laughs> yeah. Dang. I didn't even consider that. Mm-hmm. No, now it's the attraction. Now it's, Oh shit. There's a girl's match. Let's watch it. But yeah. like not for, Hopefully not for <laughs> brown panties well, anymore. <laughs> I'm sure there's still some archaic thoughts out there somewhere, but uh, at least the majority of people of have moved on. And now <laughs> we are, like you said, you are star attractions. And uh, let's talk, I mean, AEW, you are coming in, you're debuting. So are the other three, um, the other three girls. 
Danny, uh, Raylin, and Katie, all four of them, or all three of them, all four of you, have not wrestled yet for Remix. I mean, coming in, do you know what to expect from this crowd? Because I can tell you, but I want to know what you, you're going <laughs> to expect. I have no idea. I haven't even, I've never even actually been in Ohio. So, oh. wow. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy because I know you're IWC champion, uh, women's champion. Obviously, that's right over in Pittsburgh. I would have thought like Ohio is literally like a stone's throw. I would have thought you would have been all over Ohio. But I reached the out to crowd, someone. Oh, yeah, man, the remix crowd. I miss it so much. Like I was a heel, like I would say 98% of the time that I wrestled. And okay. at remix, they turned me like it wasn't even me. Like they turned me baby face. And like, I was, I, was, I didn't understand it. Cause I, I'm, Aww. yeah, I'm a friendly you. person outside of wrestling, but in wrestling, I was not a friendly person. And so how they turned me face, I don't know, but I loved it. And there's always, I don't know how much people, how many people fit into this gym that you're going to be in, but it is amazing. It's packed from the bottom next to the ring, the front row all the way up to the bleachers into the back row and the, the locker room's amazing. Everybody there is having a great time. And I'm just like, I'm so excited for you four to go. I mean, obviously uh, Danny Mo, have you wrestled Danny Mo yet? No, no. Yet. She's the only one you haven't wrestled, right? Raylan, <laughs> you wrestled and Katie, you wrestled. Well, Danny Mo has been at remix, like I said, with facade for a long time, but this is her first time wrestling. And like, I'm just blown away at how much she's, oh my goodness, look at the kitten. I get distracted <laughs> by animals, which is great because Remix is actually a benefit for the Humane Society. So it's perfect. You have your dog and no your cat there. Way. Yeah, it's Throwdown for the Pound <laughs> number 20. It's amazing. I'm so excited. Oh, I love how it just sits on your shoulder. His name is Colibri and it means hummingbird. And he's my little bird, my little cat bird. Oh, I love him. Hi, sweetheart. Hi. <laughs> she knows she's the star of the show. She's like, look at me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you guys keep talking if you can. Yeah, but, um, no, right. no worries. I'm just gonna, you know, wrap my tail around you and probably claw at your back a little bit and we're good. <laughs> oh my claw marks. I you'll probably see them on the twenty second. <laughs> he'll hang on my shoulder like this, and then if my t shirt slips, he'll grab onto the shirt and it's my skin. Oh, oh, I think he's done with me now. Oh, no, he's not. Just kidding. Okay. No, just, she wants to be the star. That's okay. But going back to Remix, like I said, Sorry. it is actually a um, benefit for the throwdown. This is throwdown for the pound 20. So there's been 20 wow. other previous shows that they've done this benefit for. And it's great. Like I said, the locker room is fantastic. The crowd is going to blow your mind just how amazing they are. I mean, I, I can only imagine with COVID and not being around for a couple of years because of that, mm -hmm. how electric it is going to be for you guys. So I'm really excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, it's going to be the best, the best. But I know you have a lot of time commitments today, so I'm going to let you go. But I want to say thank you so much for being on Talking Sass. And when you win that remix, Fury Women's Championship, you can feel free to come on back and we'll talk Ooh. some more. I absolutely will. <laughs> I'll talk awesome. to you later. Awesome. You guys heard it first. All right. Talking Sass. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. No problem. Hey, this is a total package. Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out.
Hey guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday... 9 p.m. Eastern. Just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Bill Apter has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill Apter's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the <clears throat> World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an LA champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Apter, and once again, we're speaking here with 
Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did didn't have anything to do Well, yes, but the whole thing is this, that the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out, WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.